I came home late one night from a church leaders meeting. And as we sat at the kitchen table, Marcy asked how did it go? And I said, good. And she said, but? <laughs> and I said, I think God is prompting me to do something I've never considered doing. And I'm not sure I can. She said, why not? And after a while I said, because it may mean we have to sell our home. More on that later. In life, moments matter. And to not miss what's important in life, we need to be in the moment, to be present, to pay attention to the people around us and the things that happen to us, to lean in to life. As we reflect on life's moments, our memories are made, our opinions are formed, our, our hearts and minds adopt attitudes, and we take up positions that determine our future behaviours. There have been many such moments in my life, almost too many to recall. There's the birth of children and grandchildren, the launch of a new church, the key to a first home, but then there's the death of a friend. I've had a failed business project, a break in relationship with people I've known for 20 years. Sometimes leaning into life is glorious. Sometimes it's hard. But leaning in is what makes life rich. But here's the thing. Every day you and I live with a human condition. We are imperfect creatures with faulty hearts, so none of us can ever process moments objectively. In a sense, we all have a heart condition. The ancient prophet Jeremiah said it this way, the heart is more deceitful than anything else and incurable. Who can understand it? Well, this is how it works. We think we have our own truth. Yet our hearts actually mislead us. We think our attitudes, opinions and behaviours are the right ones. But living this kind of truth is like trying to rule a straight line with a bent stick. Thankfully, there is a way to test and realign our hearts. There is a source of truth that we have access to that will guard and guide us. His name is Jesus. He is the word of God and his ways are good. You see, Jesus is a, a true plumb line against which to compare and adjust our thinking, to straighten us up. And if we lean in to his works, his words and his ways, we might yet know something of what God is truly like. You see, the good news is that leaning in to Jesus transforms our hearts and corrects the root cause of our poor attitudes, opinions and behaviours. This transformation is the work of the Holy Spirit in us over a lifetime, but it has rich rewards for us and those we love. Jesus is truth and light, 
and shine so that we may all know God's good and perfect ways and follow. In a section of the Bible called the Book of Acts, you know, eyewitness accounts about the things that happened in the days of the early church, there is a small story with a huge message. In chapters 3 and 4, we read of the ministry of the apostles Peter and John, and, and they healed a crippled man and were asked to then explain themselves to the religious council, as these things didn't happen every day. It upset the religiously minded people who thought it wasn't even possible. Let me read it to you. Peter and John stood in front of the council as they questioned them, saying, Tell us, by what power and authority have you done these things? Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, answered, Respected elders and leaders of the people, listen. Are we being put on trial today for doing an act of kindness by healing a frail, crippled man? Well then, you and everyone else in Israel should know that it is by the power of the name of Jesus that the crippled man stands here today completely healed. There is no one else who has the power to save us, for there is only one name to whom God has given authority by which we must experience salvation, the name of Jesus. The council members were astonished as they witnessed the bold courage of Peter and John, especially when they discovered that they were just ordinary men who had never had religious training. Then they began to understand the effect Jesus had on them simply by spending time with him. Standing there with them was the healed man, and there was nothing further they could say. Don't miss this. That sentence that says, they began to understand the effect Jesus had on them simply by spending time with him. You see, the disciples were not unlike you and me, ordinary people with families and jobs and hopes and dreams, but they spent time with an extraordinary God. And as a result, their lives dramatically changed and the lives of people around them were dramatically changed. The disciples spent time leaning in to the works, the words and the ways of Jesus, and it showed People noticed the change and they wanted to know how it happened. I'm so glad that leaning in has forever been the message of Gateway. And so that is our big idea or theme for 2024, leaning in. Our mission as a church is to take hold of the real life Jesus gives. Leaning into Jesus is the only source of real, true and abundant life. That phrase sound familiar? Well, Jesus said, I came so you can have real and eternal life, more and better life than you've ever dreamed of. That's recorded in John's Gospel, chapter 10. You see, real life is more than the feeling we get from a worship event. It is more than the information we get when we read the Bible. It is even more than the comfort we get when we hand God our lists in prayer. Now, it is all this, but so much more. Real life 
is the fruit of a life fully surrendered to Jesus, his works, his words, and his ways. And when God's people begin to be God's people, it shows. The world begins to understand that we have been with Jesus. Well, recently, as a community of faith, we shared together the financial situation we faced and still face as a result of COVID isolation, cost of living, and the demands of culture. There is a big gap between the finance we have and the finance we need to function well as the people of God. So in our Come to the Table series, everyone was invited to approach, to sit, to listen, and respond. To not just attend a church, the building, but to be the church, the body of Christ in action. We were open, honest, practical, and prayerful with each other. And many people responded by attending more regularly, by stepping up to help out and serve, and some by starting to give financially. As a result, the gap narrowed. We reached halfway. And we are so thankful for faithful Gatorites who increased their commitment. But there is still more to be done. Halfway there is halfway to go. Let me speak to the dozens of families who in the last year or two now call Gateway home, but who are not yet giving financially. You're here because you see the love of God and the joy of his people, and you receive help and wholeness for yourself, your young children, your teenagers and friends. And we are so glad that you are here and you are very welcome. But I humbly ask, If you see value here, please add value here and begin your giving journey. Expressed in another way, I encourage you to lean into Jesus and this church. Invite him to transform your hearts by his love. Trust in a God who says, giving ourselves away for the sake of others is the Jesus way. Well, back to my kitchen table. In the conversation, I said to Marcy, I think God is prompting me to do something I'd never considered doing, and I'm not sure I can. Marcy said, why not? And I said, because it may mean we have to sell our home. You see, the something I believe God was asking of me, of us, was for me to leave my banking career and help lead our small local church. It would only be a part-time wage. I'd need to find a second and probably a third job. Our mortgage payments would double because interest rates in those days rose to, wait for it, 18.5%. And we were expecting our second child. It was and still is a big decision. And we didn't have everything worked out back then that both of us sensed the call of God and our church, our friends and family confirmed it. I'll never forget Marcy got up from the kitchen table and said, well, it's just a house. And God is God. We can live somewhere else. Amazing. You may not be called to full-time church ministry as we were, but if you follow Jesus, You are called to lean into him, to listen and to respond. 
you are called to be his disciple and follow his works, his words, and his ways. Now, spoiler alert, um, the end of the story is good because we still live in that same home after all these years. And it's an amazing story, which I'll share another time about the sort of ways that God brought provision towards us, which enabled us to have what was necessary to pay our mortgage and, and to live. Only just, but he provided. Well, leaning in means trusting and following God's leading in your life. But it's the most excellent real life adventure you'll ever take. God bless you.